Hi, this is Deborah Voorhees. I am from Friday the 13th, Part 5, and you are listening to the Huh? Podcast. Of course the train's going. (laughs) You know why the train's going? Because we're doing a podcast. Then we just hit record. As soon as we hit record, I heard the train bell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> and the cat. <laughs> this is Gang Alley Media, where faith, family, and pop culture collide like a bloody train wreck. Hey everybody! <laughs> we are back. Our podcast. This is Dino and Michelle. Hope you guys are doing okay. I, this weekend, like, kind of flew by. We had a bunch of stuff going on. Dropped a buttload of content. Yeah. I mean, wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, stuff. Yeah, just life and stuff, and still trying to get out great t- content for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, things have been going pretty status quo with us. Yeah, yeah. I'm still trying, trying to get all my health issues right dealt with in a way. And right now, my big, my biggest issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still get nauseous. I still get. You know, just is she like decorating a Christmas tree back there? What is that? I don't know. I think she found a plastic spoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm still, you know, those things I've gotten to the point where I can kind of <coughs> deal with right. what I'm struggling with right now because I have never had problems with it before. It's my mm-hmm. eyesight. Right. I have, I mean, you know, I used to be able to see things from like, mm-hmm. you know, and. Yeah, I had to go out and get reading glasses. Yeah. I, I just, and my breakdown was at church. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been struggling to read other things. And when I couldn't get on Facebook because I couldn't read, and I got, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to sit back and relax. I probably shouldn't be on Facebook anyway. And, you know, that, that was one thing. But when I got to church and I couldn't read the Bible. Right. That. Yeah. That broke me. Gotcha. So we went out that afternoon and I got some reading glasses uh, and evidently I needed some pretty strong ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, we've got to figure out what's going on there. I've got a couple of um, things to investigate. Uh, but yeah. But I will say, of... you look cute in them though. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. What I'm not going to, I decided today though, what I'm not going to do, what? not not trying to be... I'm not getting the things that are going to keep it like hang, hang, have them hanging around my neck. <laughs> okay. No, I'd rather. You, you don't want like the old pearls and. The... No, I, 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 I'm not the church lady. Mm-hmm. You know, because that would have been her gig. Right. <laughs> Isn't that special? I'm. I will flip them up. You know, like a lot of people do the sun with mm-hmm. their sunglasses. Right. And then I can just. Mm-hmm. That's what I did when I was grocery shopping today. Because that's been another thing. I can't read the... Hey, you know, I'm having to watch what I'm eating and I can't read any of the dang leaves. 
labels. Yeah, your them. arms aren't that long. <laughs> Need to stretch those. Yep. But, yep, so that's where we're at. Oh, good golly, cat. She's having her fun. Yeah, I knew. Uh, well, let me see what I can do. We, we're gonna keep rolling here. We're gonna see how this works. Where are you? Where'd you go? <coughs> Bella, do something about that. Got it. Was oh. it? Was it a spoon? Not a full spoon. No. Just the scoopy. Scoopy part. Scoopy spoon. Which I learned this week when you're eating soup in a fine dining situation. Yes. You don't dig in with your spoon. Okay. You what? You actually hold your spoon like going, um, how would you say, would you say, I guess like left to right? Okay. You don't hold it like coming uh, at you. you, Horizontal. Yeah. Horizontal to you. You actually put the soup on the spoon and move it towards the outer part of the cup, a bowl further away from you. Like skimming the surface Skimming outward. the surface outward. That way you can actually uh, skim you... the back of it to make sure that there's no, no dribble. And then you bring it back over the soup bowl. Mm-hmm. But when you bring it to your mouth, you don't shovel it in. Oh. You keep the spoon to that side and you just... <clears throat> And the spoon never actually goes into your mouth. Wow. This has been Etiquette with our <laughs> podcast. Yeah. And if anybody out there knows, how did it ever start that men stand up anytime like a woman, you know, in fine, in fine dining etiquette? If a woman has to get up and go to the bathroom, all the men have to stand up when she leaves and then they have to stand up when she comes back. Yeah. Oh. It, it, to me, I mean, it, it's like it calls attention to the fact that somebody's got to use the restroom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. everyone stand up. Sylvia's using the pooper. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anybody knows where that came from, please let me know. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, the kids are taking a fine dining class in their yeah. co op. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so Saturday, you and I got up. And we and we took the girls because Killing was sleeping, and we mm-hmm. went to go look at a house, and let's hope that everything works out. Yeah, it'll be one more room and the, the, a better situation. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> and we might be able to have a space that we can dedicate to just the hall mm-hmm. podcast. Cool. But good. then you went to work, and I had. A lot of things to do. I uh, had watched the movie Friday called No Escape, um, also called Follow Me, depending on the title. And I did a review of that on YouTube, so go check that one out. And then Titi and I did a video. Yes. But actually, I'll get that one last. Yesterday, you and I had an interview with the cast and crew of Mass Hysteria, put out by the Horror Collective. Yes, sir. And this was a tight little hour and six minute long movie. Um, Takes place in Salem around Halloween time, and it's a acting troupe 
that reenacts uh, the Salem witch trials. And something happens where there's... Uh, they're mistaken for real witches, and a mob ensues, and there's, there's a, a real witch hunt. Real witch hunt going on. Um, I enjoyed it. Go watch the interview. I enjoyed the interview. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's it, fair. It, it was. It was a fun little fun yeah. little interview. Yeah. It was definitely fun. Great people. Yes. Uh, so go check out that interview. Um, TT and I did a video. Where we looked at a couple of movies that I, uh, that scared me as a kid. Uh, the commercials alone were the things that really scared me as a kid. Because some of them, some of the movies I didn't watch until I was, you know, teenager or even older. Uh, first one was The Boogans. Uh, commercials scared the crap out of me as a kid for some reason. <laughs> I didn't watch it until I was probably in my early 20s. Um, I rented it on VHS um, from uh, the video store, from the Video Express, uh, that if you go back a few months, I sat down with Lloyd. That video store, the one where I worked, they had the boogans, and I rented it there. Um, yeah, the movie's not scary at all but as a little <laughs> kid that commercial skid crap at me um the little kids with their imaginations can take things yeah. much further than what adults creatively can mm -hmm. come up with i think sometimes yeah. and then there were two tv movies <clears throat> that i did watch when i was younger one was don't be afraid of the dark mm -hmm. and they had remade that a few years ago um but that was a tv movie and then Dark Knight of the Scarecrow with uh, Larry Drake, um, uh, Wayne Smith was in that, and Charles Durning. And as a kid, that movie scared the crap out of me. The commercial scared the crap out of me. Just mainly that image of Bubba in the uh, Scarecrow as he's about to get shot and his eyes are all big and wide and frightened. That scared the crap out of me as a kid, and it burned into my mind. I always loved the movie, but yeah, that's so you watch those with TT and and yeah, I, well, I watched a commercial. I didn't watch the movie. Right. With well, the, right. yeah, the commercials with TT. And then uh, Magic. That commercial traumatized me as a kid. With Fats the puppet talking, and I got to, and I'm like, yeah, this one's gonna scare you. Watch the video, see her reaction to it. <laughs> Those are on YouTube. That was, that was fun. Um, but yeah, I, you know, growing up, I didn't have a, you know, my mom's rule was, if it didn't have nudity, go ahead and watch it. And this is going back real little, you know. And then I had two older brothers. So they watched everything, and I would watch with them, and then they'd pick on me and make me watch it and see me poop myself. Mm -hmm. um, my dad, <coughs> like I, I had said before, you know, in the 70s when um, Invasion of Body Snatchers came out, we went to see that. You know, in 82, I was eight years old, and we saw John Carpenter's thing. 
as far as I remember, that's probably my first regular movie. But, you know, we saw Jaws in a re-release. Jaws 2 in a re-release. You know, all these movies. You know, my dad had no problem taking us, you know. Well, I guess he wanted to see me. Took me along for the ride. Um, and then my mom being a big Stephen King fan, I always had the books. And, mm-hmm. You know, everything. So I was just kind of grew up with this stuff. Yeah, see, I wasn't raised with horror movies at all. Mm-hmm. That That's not... My dad's a sci-fi. Right. That, that's pretty much his mm-hmm. his thing. Um, he might go into some reality TV now, but you know, back then it was pretty much Star Trek. Uh, he did watch Mash. Uh-huh. Right. Um, you know, the, those were his, and that was my thing with him. Mm-hmm. Is we would we would watch Mash together, um, and my mom is drama all the way right. <laughs> she's like the lifetime channel right. <laughs> see what's funny now is that your mom you know she wouldn't consider herself a horror person you know at all but anything true crime your mom is watching right yeah anything on lifetime or any of those or uh dateline or that have the most gruesome grotesque grotesque depictions of real life murders she'll watch it and even with the kid you know we'll come through walk through and Mm -hmm. she doesn't watch those so she likes real life horror (laughs) yeah but uh, horror is not her thing the the very first horror movie that I that I can recall watching and it was because I wanted to, was Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad, it had, by that point, it had already been on TV. So it was out of the right. theaters. It was on TV because my dad, um, I had wanted to watch it, so he taped it for me. Mm-hmm. And the first, uh, on a VHS, he taped it. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was no DPR. There was no, <laughs> he recorded it on a VHS. And I remember the, I got home from school one day, he put it on, and I got to where Tina was walking down that corridor. Right. And the goat, and I told him to shut it off. So that was about 10 seconds, maybe? I was say, yeah, about, about 32 seconds into the film. <laughs> that was about as far as I got. I went to bed that night. And I, you know, I said to him the next day, okay, no, I'm going to sit and watch it. And that next day I made it all the way through and I watched it every day for like the next seven days. Because right. I was just like, I can watch it. I can watch this. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that was, that, that was the first one that I ever asked for. Now, while I was talking about that, I do remember I watched The Blob. Right. When I was younger. Mm. So, and that's the one that, We've yeah. mentioned before for me was right, and, and we're, I mean we're talking about the Steve McQueen nineteen fifties blob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time, you know, it was described as this red blob thing. So mm-hmm. my walls at the time had red stripes on it. So I kept thinking I'm gonna fall asleep and gonna these stripes are gonna drip down and gather into this blob on my floor and, and devour you. And... Yeah. Okay. So talk, talk about kids' imaginations. That's where 
My head went with it. Anything that's red mm-hmm. can turn into okay into this thing. And I, um, I don't know why we, you know, because I guess it, I guess my dad saw that one kind of as on a sci-fi, yeah, level. Well, oh, what the book? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he, he wasn't 50s. seeing that one as a necessary a horror, but that one was a mm-hmm. sci-fi. Yeah, movie. and a lot of your you know fifties films and stuff, you know your Atomic Age type movies and stuff, where you know your sci-fi, you know, you know features and stuff like that. Yeah, um, sweet mercy, <laughs> but. <coughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't even think we. I'm trying to think if we. No. If we what? If we did, yeah. No, we pretty much worked on that one. Yeah, I don't think we watched any other movies or anything this week. No. Uh, We were finally able to pick back up on The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah, now, and, and I know that there's a lot of people, a lot of people. That, you know, have become so cynical now on Walking Dead, and they have. And it's a little bit, it's actually getting a little annoying to me. Yeah. You know, because they'll be like, oh, Walking Dead, is that still on? Dude, you know it is. Why you gotta be, you know, oh, why do people still watch that? I haven't watched it since season four. Well, then why are you still talking? Why are you asking? Why are you still talking about it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. You haven't watched it since season four yet. It's living rent free in your head. Right. <laughs> you know, and you're wondering, you know, it hasn't been good since season four. How do you know you haven't watched it since season four? It so, might, you might have dipped out at a low point. Right. And, that, and, that, and I mean, things happen. Things they, do happen. I mean, there were times where I wanted to bow out of it, you know. There were times with Fear the Walking Dead I wanted to bow out of it, mm-hmm. but... You know, you hold on and you wait for the you wait for the good times yeah. and you yeah. know. And the people and then there were people that bowed out after Negan came on because of the the head bashing. You know, they were so disturbed about that. And it's like, okay, so you got this group of people that's bowing out because nothing is happening and they're bored. Then this one because what is happening is too graphic mm-hmm. and they want to get out of it. And then so it's like. Y'all should meet and talk and debate this and find out which reality is the real reality of the show. You know? But, but I mean, we had we didn't bow out. No, we didn't bow out. We, we just dropped when, our... Right. For monetary reasons, we just dr- cut the cord. Right, we cut the cord and <laughs> AMC um, uh, app does not allow you to join unless you have a cord right to something yeah. well i mean even oh satellite is cordless but still but yeah a, a, a tv service right so we haven't been able to and it was what last week they uh opened up when they originally put season 10 when season 10 started the first two or three you could watch right but then you required a login for all the others but i guess it was about a week ago or so where they released the Every, lo- right, right, the login requirements for all of it. Because you can get onto the app, and there's some shows that you can watch. Right. But a lot of the shows, you know, a lot of their main, 
their main shows, they want you to have that. Um, so we weren't, you know, but now they released it and we were able to catch up and see all that has aired. Yep. And then and the finale the is going to be on uh, October 4th. Right. Which is weird because the season normally starts in October. Right. But now they're starting a branch off of that, another show, another Walking Dead series that I think is going to run two seasons, I heard. Okay. Well, I think what what um, Chris we watched the um, virtual Comic Con. Yeah. After we watched the last aired episode, and he was saying that on October fourth they're going to show the, the season finale. the season ten finale, and then immediately following the season ten finale, they're going to be um, airing um, season eleven premiere. Okay. Did they? No, I thought it was that and then the new show. Oh, we'll have to listen to it again. I think, I think they were doing the finale, then the new show. Because they said, they said something up. about... Ten, and then... They said something about six... Um, season 10 is going to be extended by six episodes. But this is season 10 finale. That's... Right, but they said that they're doing something special. <laughs> We'll have to watch I'm, it again and cut, and we'll cut this okay. out. So anyway. Well, no, we won't cut it out. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm, I'm, they were doing, they were doing something okay where, they, where there was six extra episodes that they were going to be tacking on. Okay. Even though they did a finale. Okay. But, yeah, so, you know, the people, you guys who were, yeah, the world beyond is the, the new, the new show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about like the first generation. Yeah, tune in for the premiere of World Beyond. And that's going to be six episodes, according to Facebook. But, um, but that's about the first generation growing up. In the right, right. So it's like okay. Kind of have this with Judith, and why? Why are we? Yeah, we've been watching we, them. Yeah, and and I do. With this, I admit you kind of sucking the uh, teat dry here. On, but because hey, when well, did they say give it a shot? Episode uh, season eleven is really going to be at like twenty twenty one. Yeah, is when it's gonna. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so then I misunderstood what Chris said because he said the premiere. So I'm thinking yeah, it's the, the premiere of Eleven. Yeah, no, it's the premiere of the new show. Yeah, he didn't say that. Yeah. Well, he also called uh, Norman Reedus <laughs> Daryl Dixon in the beginning, so. Yeah, he Such <laughs> introduced him as Daryl Dixon. In the, but then introduced her as Melissa McBride. Right. <laughs> so, who knows. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, so like I'm saying... If you haven't been involved since, then stop complaining. There's still an audience. People are watching. You can't say, oh, the show sucks. I bowed out at four. At four seasons. Then you don't know the show sucks. Jump back in. Watch season 10, 9 and 10. Get in with the Whisperer storyline. 
Because by this time, you already know, and if you don't know, you don't care. Carl's dead. Rick is missing and has been for seven years. Pick up with the whispers. Mm-hmm. Watch nine and ten. Ten is a great season. I don't think there wasn't a bad episode in the bunch. No. Every one of them was jam packed with zombies and thrills and all that. And both Alpha and Beta are great characters. Mm-hmm. Negan has some moments of, of shine. Mm-hmm. Jump in there. Yep. Yeah. See when when all that when all that started though when people started bowing out because you know the first couple of years you know nobody was and it just kept continuing to grow. Yeah. But when I saw it starting to bow out, a lot of the arguments that I saw was oh there's not enough right. uh, zombies and you know it, it, it's not fun and it, for me it never was about the zombies. No. I mean, yes, it was intense and everything in there in the scenes with the zombies, but it was never about that. Right. It was always about the people, right. the live people, and <coughs> the situations that they right. were usually thrown into. Right. And in fairness, hardly any zombie show or movie is about the zombies to begin with. They're, they're almost always allegorical of something else. Anyway, mm-hmm. and it is the really Going back to Dawn of the Dead, going back to Night of the Living Dead, it was always the relationships of the living that screwed them. Mm-hmm. A zombie, especially slow-moving zombies, which is why I don't like the quick ones, because the slow-moving zombies are a manageable threat if everyone keeps their cool. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't get to that point, right. but it does because people are dumbasses. Right. Well, like we just like other times, folks. Well, like we were talking to Killian earlier. I mean, I, I, you know, with the whole Whisperers mm-hmm. storyline, and <laughs> Alpha's whole thing, and the, that's what she tried to impress on Lydia, mm-hmm. was that you can't. There's no such thing as a peaceful civil community. Right. It, it's going to break down at some point and, and you know, it, it just, it's not something that, right. that can survive. Meanwhile, at that point, there were four civilizations. That we knew of. That we, that you knew. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. got to be others, but there's four in that yeah. sphere. There was um, Alexandria, the Hilltop, mm-hmm. the Kingdom, and Oceanside. Right. And each one of them were functioning independent of the other. Right. Yet, and they were functioning well, yet they did also have some inter, you know. Right. They had, they all had a relationship with each other and helped out, helped each other out in, in certain ways. So they were all good communities. And the one thing that messed them up was Alpha. Right. By saying that they could, you know, yeah. so she yeah. made it so that they couldn't. Right. <laughs> right. And even before... and then said, "See, they can't because what? Because right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. So, <clears throat> but yeah. So we got back to the Walking Dead, and that felt good. It did. Felt like putting on an old pair of jeans. It did. <laughs> you know. 
But now we think we have a plan for the next one because we're still not gonna we're not gonna get the cord back. No. So I think we're gonna use my mom's. Yeah, <laughs> she's got DVR. She's got the hopper. Yep. So I'll ask her to record them for us, and we can go. You know, even if we spend one time and we go and watch a mass of them. Yep. Yep. But uh, going back to the childhood stuff, the reason why. You know, I brought that up is I had put a question out on Facebook and Twitter about childhood fear. I know that we had talked about this a while ago where we were talking about TV shows that normally weren't scary mm-hmm. that always tended to have one or two episodes that frightened you or put the crap in you, like that episode of MASH with the Nightmare. Um, but this was, what was your childhood creepiness? You know, the little things that creeped you out, you know? And I, I had mentioned mine, and that was why we, we did that video. And then you had mentioned the blob with yours. Um, did you have any others, really? I mean, like commercials or anything that comes to mind, or no? No, no. Okay. Because when I was younger, younger, generally the only thing I watched was Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, yeah. And they, back then they did a really good job of kind of keeping everything, yeah. Oh, you mean, because other than The ads and stuff would have been all. Yeah, I was, I was not an evening TV watcher or anything like that. Right. I was out and about playing and running. Gotcha. Yes, with Barbies, but <laughs> and that's that's fine. Um, yeah, so I had a few. Start off with uh, Jay of the Dead. Um, he said that the Muppet Show scared him. Uh, he goes, you know, he mostly loved he, Jim Henson, but it was also creepy. Uh, for me, it's really all about the eyes of half the characters. Some had no eyes at all. Some wore glasses but had no eyes or sunglasses. Uh, Scooter's eyes were on his glasses. <laughs> uh the one had holes for eyes. Okay. He also said he used to go through his parents' albums and there was some real freaky, you know, covers. You know, like uh, the Beatles' Magical Mystery Tour uh, and stuff like that. Um, I had that um, album with the al- uh, Mr. Goodbody. Oh, Slim Goodbody. <laughs> yes. Yes, dude. <laughs> Slim Goodbody was some childhood scare. Dude. <laughs> If y'all haven't seen Slim Goodbody, go and hit, look this up on YouTube. People <laughs> our age will get this. This guy, it was like a real thin guy with this like afro, this like uh, Richard Simmons type fro going on. And he wore a unitard that was the entire like body, you know, the, 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 the cardiovascular yeah. system, the circulatory system. The skeletal system. 
You know, it was him with skin off. Yeah. And he was slim good body, and he would teach about health and all that <laughs> crap. And God, <laughs> that was disturbing. But yeah, and you had that. I remember I that. that. I you had that. the record album. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. Didn't you have a creepy Ronald McDonald one too? Or something? I think I might have. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yep. I, I, I do remember going through like a record box of yours when we. And somehow we lost it. First started dating. Uh, Jay also said the Dark Crystal. Especially that part where the uh, Gelflings were getting their essence. Mm. Not the, uh, the Podlings. Podlings, yeah. Were getting their essence taken out, yeah. Yeah, definitely unsettling. Our buddies that shoot the flick uh, said Jaws was the first movie he remembers being scared of. Uh, first TV show that really messed us up was uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Okay. Uh, that was on uh, Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. I think so. I mean, that, that, that's slightly after us. Yeah. Um, it was an episode about a clown coming out of a microwave. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah. Um, Johnny uh, from Pine Comics, Johnny Ganache, said... Uh, the bourbon episode of Buck Rogers scared him crapless. I uh, saw it recently, and despite the heavy cheese factor, it still gets him. I got to look that up. I haven't seen Buck Rogers in forever. Hmm. That was a movie my dad took us to see. Because mm -hmm. they had it, it was a movie, and then I think they broke it up into like a two-hour pilot for the TV show. And we had seen the movie. Um... Lizette on Twitter at uh, HorrorDoll27, there was this uh, creepy old doll commercial from Remco that she posted. This is the Remco's Baby Lazarus. <laughs> yeah, that's a Did you see the visual on this thing? Thank you. That is nightmare fuel. <laughs> nightmare fuel. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh. <laughs> I don't even know. What the heck? Keith. <laughs> Keith from Say It posted this. I have never seen this before in my life. <laughs> He goes, it's Lucy the robot orangutan. What? Look at that. <laughs> Only Keith would find something like this. Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. And then, uh, guys from the Mobile Horror Companion, um, it said, The Man That Saw Tomorrow. It was the uh, Nostradamus documentary. Mm hmm. Had him terrified about nuclear war when he was a kid in the 80s. Mm -hmm. uh, never could watch it. Uh, and, and the day after. The one about the nuclear war. Steve Gutenberg was in right, it. Right, right. And I told him, I said, no joke. When I was in college, I went to Nassau Community College in New York. 
and we took a uh, public speaking class. We'd go up and do speeches, and that's fine. I, I didn't have a problem with that. But this kid went up and said, I'm going to do my oral presentation on the predictions of Nostradamus. I sat like toward the middle of the class. He said that I got up, waved at him, and walked right the hell out. He said, no, not for me, Jack. And I walked right out. Nah, that I, that was always a, mm-hmm. a fear of mine. And then that kind of subsided um, when I got older. And, but yeah, no, that Nostradamus thing, <laughs> that was serious. Um, I found that. Oh, yeah, Slim God Body. Good body. Huh? He's a god body. <laughs> oh, some good body. Oh, god gosh. <laughs> yeah, that is. But yeah, um, the Fictuation podcast said that uh, so scared after watching Chucky that he peed in the hallway Ooh. because the bathroom was too far away and Chucky would get <laughs> get me on the way there. And I'll tell you, Chucky was actually the thing that helped me not get over my fear of dolls. Because Mm -hmm. can you ever really get over a fear of dolls? Mm -mm. I don't think so. But it definitely helped. Because I grew up with with a fear of dolls and two brothers that would torment me. Um, And my grandmother had a toilet paper holder that she called Lollipop. It was one of those little doll things. With, like, the crocheted oh, yeah. dress. Oh, oh yes. man. I would, like, turn her facing the wall while I'd, like, poop so that she wouldn't attack me because that would help. <laughs> and, yeah, I, so I grew up afraid of dolls and all that. And when Chucky came out, uh, I think it was in ninth grade when Child's Play first came out. Mm-hmm. And I saw it the first four weeks it was in the theater. So right, right. So four weeks in a row. And that kind of helped me deal and let me navigate it. So, but yeah, so doll films still creep me, but... Um, J.A. Uh, Sullivan at Scary J.A. Sullivan said, Return to Oz. It was weird, creepy, and freaked me out. So of course I loved it. Um, yeah, I haven't seen that in forever. I know it's on Disney Plus. I'd like to watch that uh, with the kids. Alright. And then we'll go to. Alright, what do we have? Oh, Justin. Justin McLean. Our good buddy. What does uh, Justin have to say? Yeah. And hang in there, buddy. <laughs> he had a post. He's got a newborn and a three year old. Oh, yeah. Hang in there, dude. Yeah, hang in. <laughs> You got this, dude. Yep. Uh, he pretty much watched whatever he, you know, whatever he wanted as a child, along with anything his parents were watching. Uh, but The Exorcist scared him, and, uh, and then when he saw, <laughs> then he saw the extended cut as a grown-up, and we saw that in the theater. Oh yes. Then we bring your brother to that. Yes. I yeah. We did. Yep. Um, we took him to a couple of movies. It was funny because we were going to take him to Blair Witch, but they wouldn't let us bring him in. Right. And so we saw that on our own. 
Right. I, I think we dodged the he dodged a bullet on that. Oh, I hate that movie. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we yeah we took him to that and a bunch of stuff. Um, and then he also said, uh, Joe's too. Justin, you're my buddy. You really are. Uh, when Michael was floating unconscious and his friends were trying to pull him up out of the water. Um, you know, and of course, you know, he always had that scenario in his mind where, you know, you'd have to meet to your bed, you know, before the shark comes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think we all kind of did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Especially if you had a blue rug. Yeah. No. Oh. So. But, yeah. So. It's a lot of the uh, childhood creepiness that we have going on here. Um, we are coming on to the spooky season. And I'm going to try to get the genre things going on. I want to tackle uh, religion and horror, um, mainly Christianity representation in horror, stuff like that. I'd like to get a couple of my uh, pastor friends or pastor podcast friends together Mm -hmm. so we could get a great episode going on with that. Yes, um, I know that Say It Podcast has some great stuff coming out. We're going to be, we're doing something together. Andrew and I are going to be doing something. We're going to be uh, getting that coming out to you soon. Guys, we love you. We're going to cut this one a little short. You guys are awesome. Be decent to each other. Bye. See ya.